Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the iBug Monday Night Buzz. My name is Brad Snyder, and along with Sandia Rao, we are your co-host for tonight's call. Today is February 12th, 2024, and this is buzz call number 620. That's 620. That's a lot of buzz calls. The iBug Buzz is an open forum discussion where we talk about all things in the iOS world. We talk about hardware such as the iPhone, the iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV. We'll talk about apps, peripherals, uh, devices, you name it. As long as it has to do with the iOS ecosystem, we'll talk about it. We do not talk about the Mac, and we do not do Windows on this call. So, with those formalities out of the way, I'd like to turn it over to my co-host, Sandhya, who's going to tell us all about what's going on in the iBug world today, this week, and actually, that's the iBug Today world, this week and possibly beyond. Sandhya, are you there? Yes, thank you, Brad. Got lots going on this week. Let's get started. As Brad said, okay, all times are oh, all times are central and everything is on Zoom right where you are right now. So for the next two hours, we'll do the buzz at the midpoint. We will have the big reveal for the movie on Friday, so stick around for that and Try your hand at guessing what the actual movie is, and maybe you'll get a prize, and maybe you will wish you didn't get the prize. I don't know. Next Tuesday, Mini Buzz 5 to 6. Come with your questions that you thought of in the middle of the night. Don't uh, hesitate. We can help you with them tomorrow. Thursday, iBug Trekkie Talk Season 7, Episodes 22 and 23 of The Next Generation, winding down that season. So come and uh, watch the shows ahead of time and then be ready to discuss them with your fellow iBug Trekkies. Friday night, iBug Not the Virtual Movies at 8 p.m. Social time at 7.15 is when we do the Name That Tune. And crazy jokes and just general silliness and hanging out. After the movie, we have a discussion and trivia. So, and sometimes that goes past midnight like it did last week because we had a very long movie. Who knows what will happen this week? I have no clue. Also, we have our recording for uh, iBug Cafe is up. So, thank you very much, Julie. And so, and thanks, Shree, for putting on a great program on the Apple TV. So if you have any uh, questions about the Apple TV, you ought to go listen to the presentation and check it out. Maybe you need an Apple TV and you just don't know it yet. All right, social media, iBug, the website, iBugToday.org is our website. Go fill out the registration and then you'll get email notifications of all of our upcoming events. We have a Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And for non-technical questions, you can send an email to iBugToday at gmail.com. With that, I will hand it over. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. I lied. After Buzz. We have our After Buzz call. After the call is when the recording stops. 
And that's when all of us facilitators go away on mute or take a low profile and y'all get to just hang out and visit with each other. And uh, we've heard a little birdie told us that there was a little bit of, uh, I don't know, monopolization, shall we say, last week. And we're going to take steps to correct that because we don't want to discourage other people from going. So we're going to correct that. We want it to be fun and it will be a dialogue, not a monologue. Okay, so <laughs> we hope that you will come. It really is our intention that everybody just gets together and have a good time. All right, so I have tools. Don't make me use them. Okay, Brad, it's all yours on that happy, threatening note. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. The, hat, no, no, the hatchet is back in its sheath <laughs> for the time being. Until by 30. Don't do anything wrong, <laughs> folks. The hatchet is never very far away. All right, enough of that. Uh, let's go back to being friendly. Okay, yeah. Okay, we got those formalities out of the way. Now what we like to do is get proceed with the call as we is the tradition here in iBike today. We like to get things going by taking a tour around the room, giving everybody an opportunity to say hello, tell us where you're joining us from, and most importantly, if you are new to iBug today, or at least if not new to iBug today, this is your you're new to this call. It doesn't necessarily have to be your first time, but you're pretty new. Maybe you've been silent, just listening. Speak up. Tell us. We we won't point fingers at you or anything like that, but we do like to welcome our new attendees. So let's get things started. My name is Brad, and I'm in Dallas, Texas. Marie in Nevada, and I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> no, not anymore. I heard, I heard Bridget, and yeah, I believe right. I heard Julie. Welcome, both of you. Herbie in Houston. Hey, welcome, mm -hmm. Herbie. Liz, Fort Worth. Hello, Liz. Welcome. Candace, New Braunfels, Texas. Hey, Candace. Shree from Virginia. Hello, Shree. Dana. Uh, Dana and Vanessa, but there's somebody else there. Ed from Georgia. Ed. Ed from Georgetown, Ontario. Yeah. Well, welcome, everyone. Jim and PA. And I want to ask Sonia if those were Tim Allen's last words. I have tools. Don't make me use them. Could be. Could be. <laughs> welcome, Jim. <laughs> Pete in Florida. Hello, Pete. I heard, I heard, was it at Gary? And and welcome. Welcome. Chanel in Houston. Hello, Chanel. Uh, Vincent Austin. Okay, I heard Vincent and John. John, welcome. Thank welcome. you. Cheryl. Is that is that Sharon? Cheryl from Cleveland, Ohio. Cheryl. I'm new. Well, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, who else was there? I'm sorry. I hear too many voices at once. I lose track. Anyway, we'll move One along. Who else like we got? And more like a nightmare. Linda from Amita North Texas. Glenda and... Linda. Linda. Welcome. 
Linda, of course. Hi. Elizabeth Hi. from Newfoundland. Welcome. Thank you. Paul in Columbus, Ohio. Welcome, Paul. Deb from Columbus. Here, Deb. And Jody from New Hampshire. Jody. Welcome, Jody. Greg in Texas. Welcome, Greg. And I didn't catch the other one. This is D in the bottom of Illinois. D. Welcome, D. Thank you. Marsha in Daytona Beach. Hello, Marsha. Getting ready for the big race this weekend, I'm sure. I'd rather go to the festival for jazz. I'm sure. Anyway. Who else we got? from Connors, Georgia. Welcome. Thank you. Anybody else? Before that caboose comes along. Sundown, Houston. Oh, there's a caboose. Welcome, Sundown. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to our newcomers. Welcome to everyone. Um, let's get things started. We usually make an attempt at making the, the first part of the call open to our either our new 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 participants or new new iPhone, iPad, iOS users. So we'll kind of see if we can maybe get some new user questions here in the first part. So who's got a question? Like to be the first one. Uh, ask and uh, get us rolling. Remember, we love newbie questions, um, so please do not be shy and think your question isn't good enough. We like all questions, so let's see if we can get it going tonight. Well, it's Candace. I guess I'll ask the first question. Uh, okay, first of all, ahead, I have a question for, for Sandia because I missed part of what she said in the beginning. Sandia, what was the first event that you mentioned and you said something about you might win a prize. Mm. Oh, yes. This is Sandia. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Uh, it's our movie night. We have, we guess oh, yes. at the midpoint of the call, we're going to guess what the movie is and there will be a prize. The virtual oh, okay. prize, so don't get so excited. No, don't tell them. You never know. It could be real. could <laughs> okay. be a real So my question first. is, because I haven't downloaded it um, yet, but I was curious as to are there any cool features in the latest iOS? The latest iOS, which would be iOS 17.3. 17 well, or something? I came up with 17.3.1 last week, but that's just a bug fix. It fixed a text editing area. But who, who can tell us what is new in iOS 17.3? Anybody used an iOS 17.3? This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. I believe there's a new, is it a theft? This is Jim. iPhone theft detection feature. Oh. Uh, it's called stolen device protection. And not to tease anything upcoming, but wait for ah. the buzz bite segment. You might learn a little bit about it. How Go about ahead, Jim. That? Oh, Go I ahead. was going to say the journal. Um, is new. Yeah, that, that came, came out in at 17.3. Oh, yeah, but that's yeah. still new. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it came out in three, but I could be mistaken. No, it's been out. I believe it came maybe okay. two or one. I'm not yeah, sure. Okay. Well, yeah. It, well, I don't think it was um, in the original 17. No, no, it wasn't. But 
But the journal app, yep. Yeah. The journal app is somewhat new. Uh-huh. This is Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Wasn't there some changes in Siri? Wasn't she a little more uh, mm. easy to get along with or something? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Like you can ask her a question, and then you can ask her another question. And a Siri follow-up, and yes, that's new in 17. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That's new in 17, yep. Anybody else? Terry? Go ahead, Terry. Um, I don't know if this came out in 3 or not, but but it is in 17, I believe. Um, there's now a feature... Uh, called find my watch so you can use your phone to find your watch if you, you mean ping your watch. where yes, you put it, you can so. ping it and i, think, I think it might be 17.3 because i just saw uh the apple viz podcast on that uh that this came out very recently All right. that's what makes me think it's 17.3 but i'm not positive and i do also understand that siri supposedly <laughs> now is easier to, to uh, or understands people easier and doesn't keep saying giving you answers that had nothing to do with the questions you asked now we'll see if that really is true but rumor has it that that's supposed to be a thing <laughs> thing We'll find out. Okay. Hopefully that answered your question. Oh, who's got a next question for us? This is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Welcome. I didn't hear your Thank name you. in the beginning. Well, you didn't because I couldn't unmute. Oh. And, and I actually think I finally, after swiping left and right, finally figured out why it doesn't work to unmute. Somehow or other, I have to get to a word okay before it'll let me. But once I'm in the room, I can't find that okay. And so until the recording starts. Yeah, but no, but the recording started, and I heard everyone announcing themselves. Okay, okay. So I, I just, I, I have to figure out. But once I get in, then I can do that. So my question is really about um, text. Uh, someone put me into a group text and I wasn't asked, but there were 20 participants and I have to listen because I have voiceover and it repeats every person's response and their phone number. So it's quite annoying. And I didn't know who put me in that room. And it was someone a Pilates teacher who basically was given a homework assignment from her coach to get 20 people to say nice things about her. And, you know, some of these people were very religious. And so some of it was that, some of it was not. But the bottom line is I wasn't asked. And I tried to get out of the group because I didn't want to have people just seeing my phone number and I didn't need their phone number. And I was wondering if anyone knows, because I was never able to, like, remove me or uh-huh, get out. Uh-huh. And I, okay. if is, is there is an answer to getting out of this. Okay. 
Well, this is Jody. Who, yeah, Jody, go ahead and tell us about group Hi, text messages. Hi, Jody. Yes. Hi, Helene. If you go to the uh, list view of all of your messages, don't don't actually go into the message, but if you go to the list view of the messages, if you swipe down on that group message, one of your choices will be to uh, delete the conversation. And that's how you can remove the whole thing. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I tried so, that. The next time somebody sends so? a message, it's all going to come back. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, yeah, who knows how to manage this, those group text messages? This Marie. Marie, go ahead. That will only, yeah, that will delete that conversation. But next time they come in, it'll start all over okay. again. If you go to that thread, and I believe if you swipe down and go on the more button, there's an option there and there to mute it. And what I happens did. is then you shouldn't get the alerts. I think she wants out of the whole group. Well, yes. I, I'm not sure how to get out of the whole group, but I know that will at least alert a, Mute them so you can delete then conversations from time to time, but at least it doesn't interrupt you constantly. Yeah, and you can do that with the way Jody was talking about hide alerts is one of the things when yes. you swipe on yeah. it in the list. But who knows? How can, how can you yeah, go ahead, Herbie? I know there, you unfortunately really isn't a way, especially if it's a text message group. Um, if it's iMessage, then you could try the going into more and leave this conversation but if it's an actual text message where if the field says text message instead of i message mm -hmm. then the only thing i can even remotely think of to try is you could try blocking everybody in the group so that way you wouldn't hear from them which with 20 people that's gonna be very fun to do but can you explain mm. what makes it a text message group instead of an iMessage group? Um, and one of two things: either they are in, you've got an, at least one Android user in there, or somebody yes, doesn't yes. have iMessage enabled. So, yes. But there either was, way, once yeah, it becomes a text message group, you basically have no options. You have no yeah, options. I have a solution. This is Pete. Okay, hang on. This Let's see Jim. what Jim's got, and then we'll go to Pete. Go ahead, Jim. If worse comes, if worse comes to worse, you can always shut your phone down. That will drop you out of the group. No, and will then not. just restart. Huh? Nope, will no. not. Oh, it won't. Oh boy, mm -mm. it's there. It just turns your phone off. Yeah, back on okay. Well, sorry. Go ahead, Pete. Let's see what Pete's got. If uh, I just tried, ta I have a group and I opened my messages app and I tapped on the main screen, the name of the group. It's a sc old school name. And it, on that new screen, the second item from the left on the top is renames the group. It's, it's the same name. If I double tap on it and then flick to the right, Helene, about three or four items down, there's a delete and block this group item. And I would imagine that would not only delete it like the original delete button would do that we talked about, but probably block it. Um, this is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Is there, um, if you, if I didn't put myself in there, um, like you just, you made that group so you could do that. But I think that because I'm just part of one of many. No, um, I didn't. This is Pete. I'm sorry. Oh. Go ahead, Pete. Well, I didn't. Let, I didn't. Let's let Helene finish her. Yeah, yeah go ahead. So sorry. I, I just, I just wanted to know if did I have to be on it? I mean, I got so desperate, I just wrote to the Pilates teacher and said, um, "Can you get me out of this group?" 
<laughs> in I, I all caps. Like, yeah, yeah, it was embarrassing. And then she mm. felt badly because she's a, you know trying to do this to become a trauma coach. And I guess I traumatized her. She said, <laughs> she, you know, because she just uh, said, I feel so badly. It was just to say something nice. I said, I don't want anyone having my number. And I think it's a great idea that if you want to make a group that you ask permission before you put people in there. Okay, let's keep going. This is Herbie. Yeah, Herbie, and then let's try to wrap this up. Yeah. So, Pete, with your group, is it an iMessage group or is it a text message group? It's mixed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Both. Yeah. I'm going to have to look for that. That could be a new feature. I've never seen that. I did not make. I did not create the group either. So, and I have not tried that. I didn't tap on delete and block this group, but uh, it sounds like it might be a good option. Yeah. I'm going to try. If if that doesn't work, Helene, I think your best bet is to go to the list of conversations, flick up or down until you mm-hmm. hear, hear it say hide alerts okay. and and double tap on that. And at least when they come in, your phone won't make any noise. Right. But um, other than that, like Herbie said, if there's one single non iMessage person in the group, you cannot remove yourself from the group. And you're probably not going to have any luck getting them to, they'd have to create a whole new group. And then there's people out there that still have this one and they're going to right. respond to it. So right. unfortunately okay. that's all there is you can do. Right. All right. Let's get another question. I do have another question, Brad. Okay. What's your name? Hey, what we do here, we state our name and then wait to be called on, but go ahead and tell me your name. Oh, Anybody? it's Candace again. Okay. Candace, go ahead. Um, I've heard a lot of talk about this social network platform called Mastodon, and I was curious as to how accessible it is with voiceover and how people like it. Well, I think it depends. Who can talk about Mastodon? I know it probably depends on the app you're using. We have any Mastodon users out there? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, I use an app called MetaText because it's free. A lot of people swear by Mona. There's a free version of it and the paid version. So it just um, really depends on the app. But those are... um, Mastodon has its own official app and uh, whatnot too. So, But uh, I use MetaText. And it's all right for the phone. I, I, I use it more on the computer than I do on the phone. But uh, it is definitely accessible on the phone. All about the app. All right. Thank you, Herbie. Hopefully that'll help you out. Meryl, download one of those apps and see what they do for you. All right. We got, let's move on to another question. That was nice and straightforward. This is Marsha. Go ahead, Marsha. Um, I, have a, I have a question, but before I do that, I wanted to... Um, say to Helene that um, I couldn't find the OK button a lot of times. So I would press the F6 button and then I would keep tabbing until I heard. You have an F6 button on an iPhone. That'd be a computer and we don't do Windows here. Oh. We're talking about iOS. Okay, sorry. Okay, so now my iOS question is, I got a call I get a call on Sundays on WhatsApp and I could hear the call coming in and I tapped on it and um, it didn't answer it. 
And she called back twice or three times before I could figure out how to do it. How do I answer a WhatsApp call? Okay, we got WhatsApp users out there. I'm sure we do. Who can talk this about how to answer calls? Go ahead, Terry. Um, what you need to do is, and there's probably a specific place on the screen you could tap as well, but if you swipe the right when the call is coming in, um, you'll get to, I think it's like answer call or something like that. And so just, you just swipe. swiping right? Yes. And okay. you should find it. And if you get to the end and you didn't find it, then swipe back to the left because that just means you missed it. Mm -hmm. um, I, there, there is, I'm sure a specific place on the screen where it's located, like that, if you knew it was say at the top right or top left, whatever, mm -hmm. you could put your finger close to it and do a touch and explore and, and maybe find it that way. But in the meantime, uh, swiping to the left or to the right until you hear it say, uh, answer call or accept call or something and then double tap on that button and when you double tap as long as that button is highlighted it won't matter where on the screen you double tap you'll you should be able to answer the call sometimes it, it i've had calls come in and sometimes you have to double tap a couple of times before it actually kicks in oh. but it, in theory it should work and um and the calls are are very clear, very good on WhatsApp. Oh yeah, I, I, this I, is Candice. Okay, Candice, go ahead. Just and a comment about that. Uh, okay, Terry, to piggyback on what you were saying, if she's referring to like answering the call, I know one really weird issue I've had. If she's talking about group calls, is I've gotten group calls before, and what happens is my phone doesn't ring. But yet, you'll hear voiceover talking and announcing all the group names. And um, you can eventually get to the answer button. But in a group call, for whatever reason, it seems to be fairly difficult. If it's just someone calling me directly through WhatsApp, I can find the answer button no problem. Yeah, there's three on this call. It's Paris and um, L.A. and... Florida. This is Shree. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Shree, and then let's try to uh, wrap this up. Does a two-finger double tap, does that not work? I I tried that, and it did not work. Okay. This is Pete. Mm. Because when I when I answer my call from my dad, um, obviously it's a single call, I always do a two-finger double tap, and my call gets answered. Mm -hmm. Pete, do you have anything else to add? And then no, just on. to confirm, my, I okay. had one today, and the two-finger double tap did work. Yeah, and uh, to piggyback off Terry's point, I, in my uh, screen, the answer call button was toward the very bottom. So I did a four-finger single tap, Marsha, toward the bottom of the screen. And you'll hear, I heard voiceover say answer call and just did a oh. single-finger double oh, tap. Oh, cool. But try a two-finger double tap a couple of times, and that should work. And the other All one right. is a four-finger single tap at the bottom of the screen and voiceover, I'd say. That will take you to the bottom element on your screen, and I'm you should right. hear this is Herbie. I'm right. Okay, Herbie, then we got to move on. Yeah, I don't think a double tap works on a group call. I mean, for a single call, definitely. But for a group call, it is a different screen altogether. Um, All right. Thank you, Herbie.
All right, folks, let's go on to our next question. Oh, right. Who's got a question for everybody about something to do with iOS? Dana. Hello, this is... Okay, hang Sorry. on, Dana, and then we'll come back to somebody else. Go ahead, Dana. Yeah, um, this isn't really a question. It's more of a uh, thank you to everyone. I called in couple weeks ago with a problem um uh my problem was when i was in messages that i could not stop it from auto sending the message and um i found the answer on youtube and youtube told me to go to siri and search and swipe down to uh, send messages automatically and turn that off. And that's as simple as that. Very good. And that's when you were asking Siri to, to compose a iMessage for you, correct? Yes, I was doing that, uh, dictating, right. yes. Very good. That's good to know. Thank you, Dana. Sure. Okay, there was somebody else. I didn't catch your name. Yeah, hi, this is Nate from Maryland. Okay, Nate, and, go ahead. Uh, uh, for the iBug Cafe, I use the podcast on my phone. Is there a master list of all subjects rather than have to go through each one to figure out which, what it's about? I'm not sure, but I know you can find them on our website. Shree, do you know how to find a cafe website um, through a podcast app? Nate, in the um, cafe presentation, I should say. Yeah. Um, I have a master list. Um, I don't know if it's published just by the topic per se, um, but I know you can kind of search for it. Is there a particular one you're looking for? And then maybe it, yeah, I'd I like can... to find out, for example, what all the episodes are. So if there's something that interests me, I'd pick it. So I think would, for me, it would be helpful to have a master list posted because I know you go back several uh, several years with the cafes and rather than go through episode by episode if there was a master list i just look at them all and pick something that looks interesting all right we'll we'll take this offline and i'll talk to michael and sonia maybe we can try to come up with a solution and give it to you next week yeah also one of the things when i get a message from someone i don't know on my, my messages i just respond with stop and I don't know if the person could just reply to the, everyone and just put stop in the subject line. That's what Apple had advised me. And that seems to work. Yeah, but I don't think that helped Elaine's situation. She's in a group. Well, this is it works for scary. unknown messages, but groups, I don't know. Okay, thanks so much. All right. So who else did I hear in there? This is Terry. Okay, Terry. In messages, I, there isn't a subject line, is there? I think there's an option to put one in, but it's off by default, I believe. Ah, that's right. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank and of course, you know, you send stop. Really, it's up to the person on the other end to actually stop, but you've also just told them that they just sent it to 
a good number and there's actually somebody on the other end. So I never do Pete. that. Go ahead, All right, Pete. Let's go. Usually when I get automated messages like from a physician's office confirming an appointment or something, it tells you reply stop to to stop messages. But I don't think that works on every message and probably not a a group message. Yeah. All right. Um, This is Jake. Okay, go ahead, Jake. Yes. I, I, I had a group message too and I went and looked. And delete and block conversation, that'd be the best way. Because what that'll do, that doesn't actually delete the contacts, like the people that you know. It deletes that conversation, so you'll never hear it again. That's what that does. And where did you find that? Um, if you go into your messages and you have a group of conversation in it, and it has all their names there, and you double click on that, and it's and the first thing will be dismiss to activate pop up. If you swipe down and keep swiping until you hear delete and block conversation. You'll see it there, and it'll say how many people were there. And right, the option right before that, you double tap on that, and you'll find it. All right, we'll look for that. That must be new because I've never seen that before. Thank and you, Jake. I have, and not everyone in my list has iPhone. So, okay, good. Well, that could be yeah, very that's, helpful. That's the then. one I was talking All right, let's about. Keep so going. I think work. All right, let's move along. Yeah, was it Jody? Okay, go ahead, Jody. I was just going to say, hey, you want to put stop in the message line, not in the subject line. And right. then also another great, another great place to find the cafes and the workshops is on YouTube. Very good. Very good. Thank you, Jody. <laughs> okay. New question. Somebody who's hadn't had a chance to ask a question. This is Paul. Let's get to, go ahead, Paul. Welcome. Yeah, hopefully a simple one. Um, I find now that I'm on a couple of uh, lists that I want to be on, but I want to have them in separate folders rather than just the main mail folder. And I have not been able to figure out how to create subfolders within a a particular email name. Subfolders within a mailbox or an account. Who can help Paul with email folders or mailboxes in his using a the regular stock mail app on your iPhone, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Who knows how to create mail folders? I know we've talked about that before. Anybody remember? This is Ed. Go ahead, Ed. I believe you open edit. You go into edit and you toggle through there. And it goes down to new folder, and um, you just follow through. But it's under but edit. You first, but you first need to be in a list of your mailboxes. You have to be. Yeah, you have to open your mail. Yeah, right. And, okay, just and, just clarify. And you go to and you go to edit at the beginning of edit uh, uh, beginning of your list. It'll say uh, it'll say edit. Just tap on edit and. Um, uh, new new folders are in there. Just keep going down, and you'll eventually get to it. All right, Pete. Okay, thank you, Ed. Hopefully, it'll work out for you, Paul. This Give is a try. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, just to add a little bit more clarity to that, good job, Ed. The uh, new folder option is that the, once you go into the edit, you go to your very your main your uh, main root folder which would be mailboxes at the top and flick to the right to edit like ed said but then use your four finger single tap go to the very bottom and you'll have a 
a drafts folder and then flick to the left and there you have new folder and you double tap on that and then follow the prompts because it kind of leads you through where you want to place it and uh, what you want to name it and things like that. And that's a button at the bottom corner of the screen you if got I'm it. not mistaken. Very yes, good. it is. All right. right bottom right. Hopefully that'll get you what you need to do, Paul. Thank right. you. Next quest. This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. How you doing? Doing good. Um, okay, once you make a new folder and name it what you want to name it, how do you get the mail that you want to go in there to go in there? Oh, you know how to move mail into a folder? No, no. no um, I mean, like, automatically. Uh, like, I'm sure you can do that. Let's like, see. Like, say if you had a... I'm just using iBug as an example. Say iBug sent out a mail every day and you wanted to go right. to uh, an iBug folder. Unfortunately, you can't set up rules on Apple Mail. Go ahead. That's correct. I'm, go I'm ahead, sure. Ed. Did you say Apple? Apple Mail? Like in, yeah, in he's mail, working with the Apple Mail app. In, in Mail, if you move down to... Uh, okay, that's a standard one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. When you uh, when you go to move, and you hit uh, move, and then you skip down to you have to go down for the first first two or three times I think to uh, the folder you want it to be into, and you enter it into that folder. But after um, after it realizes that you're going into that folder, when you hit move on a particular email. Um, it will, and, and you you toggle right, and it'll say move to that folder, and then you hit enter. Like it'll pick it for you. Yeah, but that's when you're moving, and you, I think he's right. trying to get it to set up. So instead of going in the inbox, they go directly to that folder. And I don't yes. believe you can do that on Apple Mail. That would be a rule. Yeah, th that's correct. Rules. Yeah, and I was just trying Apple to Mail. let people know that in case they wanted to automatically go there. Depending on what mail provider you have, you can set up a rule. It's inside the mail provider, but not on the Apple Mail. Yes, app. yes, you're correct. Yep, but but wouldn't that be convenient? I mean, because he asked, he wanted to move a certain domain mail to a folder. It so would. I'm just letting Some him know. Desktop if, clients have rules, but uh, yeah, um, this is I was gonna, unfortunately the yeah, Apple gonna, Mail app doesn't. I wish it did. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask um, what mail he was using, like what type of. Yeah, he mail. said Apple Mail app, the stock mail app. No, no, no. Right. What mail provider he was using well i don't know but you'd have to go to your mail provider's website and that's, see if that's they correct have that feature yeah. or not so we're yeah. not going to get into that here that's too much this is true. okay thank you kenny who's got a completely new question let's move to a new topic this is ed go ahead ed um i was having trouble trouble with my old keyboard so i ended up buying a new one and i bought a a logitech ke380s uh Pebbles, which is just a small one, which is exactly what I wanted. But when I opened, um, when I, I went to set it up, I opened up um, General and I went to Keyboard. And it said um, Canadian Automatic or Automatic Canadian. So I assume it was already on that. Um, but when I skipped down through, it also says ANSI. Well, ANSI is American National Standard for the layout of the keyboard, I assume, which I know mm -hmm. that Canada is on too. But when I was on YouTube, I checked out the installation and it said something about choose US. 
And I know if I scan down through all of the, the different, um, I don't know, I guess it's, I don't know what's keyboard, key, uh, keyboard layout or what, but the, if you go right to the end, it'll list, it says U.S. and it says U.S. something else. And I was just wondering, what what is that? And and how do I, um, how do I choose? Like, I'm trying to get it so... You know how you swipe left, it just it goes to your next app. On the keyboard, if you hit the right arrow, it's supposed to do the same thing, but um, it doesn't do that. You have to hit the the up arrow or the down arrow. Like it's so confusing going to from my old keyboard, which was also a Logitech, to this one. It just doesn't seem to be the same layout. But uh, and on also, I capitalized. Uh, I capitalized the slash to hit a question mark and it gave me some other weird thing. So, and the question mark on, on this layout is up on the, um, it's right beside the zero uh, on the Mm. numbers uh, line. So can anybody tell me what, uh, do I have the wrong choice, the wrong choice of keyboard or like, there's gotta be something that I've screwed up, but I don't know what. Oh no. Um, Anybody got any idea? Or I would say I'd this be is calling Terry, either Logitech or Apple support. Go ahead, Terry, real quick. If Well, if you wanted somebody else to answer, because I've come in here a bunch of times, I'm willing to defer. Do you have one of these keyboards? I don't, but I but I kind of have an idea of what's going on. Okay, what do you think? Um, two things. Um, there... Uh, some keyboards will allow you to choose, um, you know, from different com- countries, which mm-hmm. then determines the layout of your keyboard. And if you're saying there's something there that says U.S., that makes me think that that's uh, possibly the keyboard layout there. The other mm-hmm. problem could be there are, um, with Logitech, I know this is an issue, um, they map out keyboards in specific ways and assign certain keys to certain things and only they can fix that. So it's it's gotta be one of, I believe it's gonna be one of those two issues. You may mm-hmm. not have the right keyboard country set because for instance, a UK keyboard is laid out different from a mm-hmm. US keyboard, which is laid out different from you know other countries. Yeah, uh, even English-speaking yeah. countries. Yeah, I'm, I'm referring. I'm, I'm to. thinking this is a question best addressed to Logitech customer support. Yes, this is Ed. This yeah. is Ed. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, go ahead, Ed. I, I think you're right. Um, but ANSI ANSI stands for the American National yeah, Standard, which yeah. is the keyboard layout. If I if I'm not, I believe, um, and and that's what I thought. And I know Canada is 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 laid out the same as the U.S. That's why I'm so confused is why I'm getting this other Again, stuff. I would be Let's calling go. Logitech yeah, I guess customer Apple, support. Apple help or, or Logitech or, or whatever and all. Uh, right. That's great. Thank you. All right. Who's got a new question for us? New topic. Somebody hadn't had a chance. We still got quite a bit of time until the top of the hour when we'll take our halftime break. So if somebody hadn't had a chance. Let's see if we can get some new blood in here.
Well, if nobody else is going to say anything, this is Marcia. Go ahead, Marcia. I have. I was waiting I, on you. I got, yeah, I got some shocks because, mm -hmm. you know, it's it, you use them through um, bone conduction. And I was on the, sh every, it seems every time I'm on the shocks and I get a second, I get a second call that comes in, it, I can't get to that call. It hang, it, yeah, the shocks won't do it. Is that anybody run across that? Who's using shocks, aftershocks, shocks, whatever we call them nowadays. Which model do you have, Marcia? Oh, I don't know. My daughter got it for me. Okay. <laughs> It might tell you if you look in your Bluetooth settings where they are, it might say the name of the model. But anyway, I think all the shocks work pretty much the same. We got any shocks user who knows how to answer a call waiting call? This is Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, I've got a, a couple of, have had a couple of sets of them, and I believe it's just the uh, button on the left side on the earpiece that uh, you just push it once and it'll, it'll flip over. Bless you. And there may, there may be a setting nowadays in your uh, device setting that may customize that from one push to two push. I'm not sure what devices do that, but you might look in there, but I think that's it. Yeah. This is Marcia. I think he's right. You know, okay. I think I, I think I did find it one time, but I'm learning so many things. It didn't stay in there. This right. is Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, the one thing I did run into with that is uh, you've got to be be consistent with the way you tap it because if you hold it down just a little longer, it'll give you the option to redial last number. So, ah, very good. All right, thank you. We'll try that, Marcia. Hopefully, that'll work out for you. Okay. Thank you. Right. Next question. This is Pete. Yes, Pete. With a question. Yes. Uh, then Marsha's question triggered mine. I've got the um, AirPods Pro uh, second gen. Where do I go to find the commands uh, for for that? There's a variety, you know, for the mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. the uh, <clears throat> uh, noise cancellation and the different sounds styles where would i find that list who knows how to find settings for your airpods pro <clears throat> 2 or any airpods for that matter nobody i have some airpods pete airpods several of them as you everybody mm -hmm. knows open up your bluetooth settings find them on the list Right. And flick either up or down until I believe it says more info. Gotcha. And double tap. And that'll Good. open up the settings for that device. There's all kinds of stuff in there. Great. Thanks. Right. This is Jake. Go ahead, Jake. Plus, if you have, um, I don't know if you have the option, you can press on the AirPods. And if you press on the AirPods, you can activate, it'll switch from noise canceling to listening. So you can hear what's around you if you have that. I think it's only on the third or fourth generation, though. It's on the Pro. This is Pete only. Pro yeah. and Pro Max. I mean, and that's exactly what ahead. I want to find that, find out what those commands are to use on the stem. So that list would be in the Bluetooth settings be under in the there. device. Correct. Yes. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Jake. All right. You're Thank welcome. you, Jake. Okay. 
This is David. Go ahead, David. Well, I think I well I heard Helene bring us up earlier about the you know she couldn't unmute her audio, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I uh I had that same problem, and I I noticed there is that little I guess now a dialog box, and you have to you have to double tap OK before you have access to your mute unmute. And it says something about leave meeting, but you're not really leaving the meeting, um, which is kind of. Maybe I didn't read the whole box, but all it read out was leave meeting okay, and I just double tapped okay, and then it gave me access to the mute button. Um, this is Marie. Up. Okay, hang on. Uh, go ahead, Marie. Yeah, uh, this only happens when you first come into the meeting if it's being recorded. Um, when you what you do is you tap on the unmute button and then immediately swipe to the right and it'll say leave meeting and swipe one more time and says okay click okay and you're good to go. But that's mm -hmm. going to happen every time you come into yeah. a meeting that's being recorded. Right, right this is David. Well, I think it changed uh, recently, or it, it, I guess it's it changed did. over the yeah. And it's not a dialogue well, that pops up in the middle of the screen anymore. It's more like a mm -mm. banner on the bottom of the mm -hmm. right above those. <clears throat> Those right, uh, yeah, buttons yeah, along the like bottom a, of the screen. Yeah, it used to be a big box. To, I think they would just cover the whole screen. You have to go. It used to be. It took get, over the yeah, screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And okay. now what Marie's saying is you put your finger in the lower left corner where you hear the mute, unmute button, and then swipe to the left. It'll take you to yeah. that banner that's really just above those row of buttons on the bottom. It took something everybody was all familiar with and changed it, and now we're all struggling with it. So... Once we get it figured out, they'll change it again. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. So does the four-finger single tap near the bottom doesn't work anymore? It doesn't land on the OK button? No, because it used to be it was an alert box that popped up in the middle of the screen and it took over the whole screen. It is now um, a banner that's just above all those buttons that are along the bottom of the screen. And like I said, the best way to get to it, put your finger on that lower left corner where you find the mute button and then swipe to the left, and that'll take you to the alert that's above those row of buttons. Okay. We still got a few minutes. Who's got another question for us? This is Terry with a comment. Okay, Terry, real quick. Having nothing to do with this. Uh, okay. Uh, a suggestion, maybe, yeah, that's what I want to say. Um, if you want to know when you're using headphones, earbuds, AirPods, whatever, if you want to know what a brand of headset, let's say generically, you have, you can swipe to the at the top of your phone, uh, swipe to the left or to the right, and it's going to give you uh, if we well, try swipe it, put your finger in the top left-hand corner of your screen on your iPhone and swipe to your right. And I think you have to do it like two or three times. It's going to give you the, the battery level of your iPhone. And then uh, it, it should also give you the, the battery level of your uh, whatever headset you're using. If it's a if it's a battery operated one, but it'll also tell you the name of that headset. And if it's not a battery operated headset, it'll still, it should still tell you the name of your, of your headset. So if you want to know 
what one it is. That's one way you can find out when you're on, when you're using them, when you've powered okay. them up and you're using them. And if you, um, uh, when you turn the shock headphones on, any of them, when they come on, they say, you know, power on, and then it says the name of the, uh, or the right. type of headset it is. Very good. All right. Well, I think that would be the status bar along at the top. Who else did I hear? Don from Houston. Yes, Don, go ahead. Uh, I had a question. Um, how do I get Siri to respond? Like if I say what time is it, it's not responding anymore. But it will respond. Well, it will get onto my speaker, but it won't just do it without being connected to my speaker. So you're trying to like ask if I say if I say Siri, hey Siri what's the weather or what time it is it's not saying anything. Huh. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. Don, do you know if you have your mute turned on? Uh, I'm not sure. What phone do you have? Um, iPhone. Well, I'm well. It's with my iPad. My iPhone is okay, but it's with my iPad. Okay, the iPad doesn't have it. Control six. center. Yeah. Oh, I, I go to control center. Yeah, you're saying it may not center. talk if your if your mute is turned on, but like this, you said, the iPad doesn't have a mute switch, but it's in control center. This is Marie. Go ahead, Marie. Did you go into your Siri settings and make sure that Hey Siri is activated? Um, it could have accidentally gotten turned off. It says, hey, Siri, response on. Okay. okay. And then I went through the, um, you know, the five steps to make sure Siri knows my voice and uh -huh. it didn't do anything. But uh, to check if it's muted, go into the control center. Uh, yeah. But you okay, and that, that way it could be and you could also just make if it's un if it's not, not muted, you can also try pressing and holding the side button and and just talk to Siri that way and see if it responds at all that way. Okay. I don't know. Okay, That'll thank troubleshoot you. what's going on. I don't know. All right. Let's see. I think we may have time for one more quick we got this one minute. Who's got a super two minutes? Super quick quit. Who is it? Go ahead. This is Kenny had a, Kenny, a yes. tip about the tip about the Siri. Mm -hmm. um, when when she invokes the Siri, um, you can raise the volume. Maybe the volume's all the way down. That's good too. Yep. And uh, I've noticed a lot of people they'll invoke Siri and think it's broke and it's their volume settings. So you invoke Siri, you quickly. Hit the volume up button a bunch of times, and then you might hear that. Well, you used to hear that a closing noise, and then mm -hmm. that would fix their Siri. Usually, so. Uh, this is Don again. I'm sorry. Uh, could you repeat that, please? Um, when you when you invoke your Siri, however you invoke it, um, right after you invoke it, hit the volume up button a bunch of times. Maybe your volume is all the way down. For Siri, mm -hmm. and see if that might help your Siri on your device. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. This is Cindy. Okay, Cindy, real quick. 
Yes. So she can also ask Siri to speak louder. That's what I do. Yeah, that should do it. That's a good idea. Yes. This Marie. Go ahead, Marie, and this one, is it. One more quick comment. Uh, when you say, hey, Siri, wait a couple of seconds before you ask the question. If you say it too soon, it won't get an answer. That is a very good point. Okay. And and with that, we are almost at the top of the hours. Oh, it's close enough. So, Sandhya, would you like to... Take over and do the honors of getting us going on our halftime activities. Let's see. Let's give We're about people... a minute early, but you can handle it. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, try to give people a chance to say hello. Who didn't get to say hello the first time around? Say who you are and where you're from. And if you're here for the first time, let us know that too. Okay. Here's again. Jake. Yeah. This is Terry from Arlington Heights. Hello. Welcome. Marvin from Chicago. Hey, Marvin. Welcome. This is Kenny. David, Kenny. Welcome. Yeah, Kenny from Missouri. Hello. Hello. Who else? Cindy from Chicago. Hey, Cindy. Brian from Ontario. Hey, Brian. Welcome. Nate from Maryland. Hello, Nate. Sarah from Vermont. Sarah. Hi. Well, Amanda, California. Hey, welcome. Anybody else? Hey there, Hershey from Daytona. All right. Hey, Hershey, welcome. Hey. All right. So now we are. Getting ready to do our big reveal of our movie, and we have to find out when the movie is. The movie's going to be at 8 p.m. this Friday, Friday at 8 p.m. Central, 7.15 for the social time, and name that tune and all that good stuff, and then after the movie, you've got trivia, a discussion and trivia, and with those unhelpful clues probably is our very own iBug guy i think iBug guy are you out there is that a that a daughter <laughs> yep <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. well we're gonna have to give it to you three this is one time. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with this one. We're going to have to caucus with the judges, actually. Oh, my God. Judges, I'm like, oh, for 10 when this happens. <clears throat> Are my judges summoning the judges? Judges, judges, please come forward. <laughs> Looking for the buzzer sound effect. Set, Let me get my headphones set, out of my ear. Yeah. Set, 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 set. <laughs> they will not come, Sri, so we're just going to have to pass you by. Maybe it'll next time. <laughs> Mr. Pete. Whitney. Whitney. Whitney, what? 
Whitney, <laughs> yes, you're right. We saw that. <laughs> yeah, I thought we did. I think we may have seen Whitney. <clears throat> then don't have we seen it. Whitney? I can't remember for sure. We go luck. I don't know. Witness, we saw it. Witness. Yes. Nope. Sorry, no witness. That was Whitney. He said Whitney. Whitney Houston story. Oh, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. That one. That Whitney. Oh, let's see. God, let this is ponderous. Me, let me look at like This is Candace. <laughs> Fantastic winner tonight, and hey. we are so happy that you have won in Miss. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what are we up for? I'd like to thank all the little people. Oh, oh my goodness, Pete. Oh, no, oh no. Pete, Pete, Pete. I know you've been waiting for this. Very own one year subscription to. Seventeen magazine. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, you Oh, man. 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 Don't say we never gave you anything. Okay, very good. This is Would you like mm -hmm. to say goodnight? Very good. This is my favorite part. <laughs> They are all muted. Okay, so in case you missed it, we are going to be watching Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody from 2022. Lots of new movies lately. Just so show Barbie again. Good. Yes, Brad wants to see Barbie again, and we, who knows, we might do it just for Brad. All right, Brad, so our next segment is the iBug Bite segment. And Brad, would you like to yes, say any yes, party yes, work? I'm here. You want to say we have a little demo and a new feature in iOS 17. Kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. Sonia, I believe you have a recording I prepared. Alluded, so fancy, aren't you? Yeah, I know. Okay, S All another right. SAT word. <laughs> All right, I will go. <laughs> We're an educated crowd here. Educated. All right, let I me. I didn't even get this queued up. We're depending. It's all on you. I know. I can you have no it. net. No net. Here we go, peeps. Let's go. Let's see if I can do this all by myself.
Today, I'd like to talk about stolen device protection, which is a new feature that debuted on your iPhone with iOS 17.3. Rather than try and describe it to you myself, let's listen to an Apple support article on stolen device protection. Stolen device protection adds a layer of security when your iPhone is away from familiar locations, such as home or work and helps protect your accounts and personal information in case your iPhone is ever stolen. About stolen device protection, heading level, when stolen device protection is enabled, some features and actions have additional security requirements when your iPhone is away from familiar locations such as home or work. These requirements help prevent someone who has stolen your device and knows your passcode from making critical changes to your account or device. Bullet, list start. Face ID or touch ID biometric authentication. Some actions such as accessing stored passwords and credit cards require a single biometric authentication with Face ID or Touch ID, with no passcode alternative or fallback, so that only you can access these features. Bullet. Security delay. Some security actions such as changing your Apple ID password also require you to wait an hour and then perform a second Face ID or Touch ID authentication, list end. In the event that your iPhone is stolen, the security delay is designed to prevent a thief from performing critical operations so that you can. Use Find Devices on the web to mark your iPhone as lost. And make sure your Apple account is secure. Learn what to do if your iPhone is lost or stolen. Period. When your iPhone is in a familiar location, these additional steps are not required, and you can use your device passcode like usual. Familiar locations typically include your home, work, and certain other locations where you regularly use your iPhone. Stolen device protection is available with iOS 17.3 and must be turned on before the device is lost or stolen. Okay, now that we know what stolen device protection is and what it does, let's take a look at how to enable it. Apps with Safari, Safari, Settings, Active. Let's go to Settings. Actions available. And we're going settings. to navigate Bluetooth. to Face ID and Passcode. Now, if you're using an iPhone with a Home button, you're going to be looking for Touch ID and Passcode. Face ID and Passcode button. Okay, that's what we're looking for. I'm going to open it. Passcode, secure text field, is editing. I'm going to Zero have to enter values my enter. passcode. Okay, now I'm going to navigate down to stolen device protection. So here we go. Stolen device protection, off. That's what we're looking for. It says stolen device protection, off. Turn on protection, button. I'm going to go to turn on protection. Selected, turn on protection. It is on. This adds another layer of security when iPhone is away from familiar locations such okay. as home and work. We know that. Turn off protection button. Now, if I turn off protection, I'm going to have to authenticate, and it will use my Face ID. I had to use my uh, passcode to get into Face ID and passcode, so when stolen device protection is on, uh, I would be protected uh, either with that um, one-hour delay or when I'm not at home, or I'd have to do it when I'm at home or work. All right, and that concludes my demo on stolen device protection. Wow, All right. short and sweet, Brad. Short, All right. Sort of short and sweet, but we'll see. That was it. Let's see. Anybody? I know that was all crystal clear. No one will have a question on this. So we can just go ahead and move on. No, we're not going to do that. Anybody got any questions on this? It's a new feature. Like I said, it's pretty simple. Um, turn on. Um, no handstands involved. 
and uh, it should protect your device should it fall into bad hands with you know there's a lot of talk about the uh, in the news people seeing you type in your passcode or things like that and then stealing your phone so this is apple's attempt at thwarting that so this is marty marty go ahead i knew i could count on you so when you turn it off um or when you turn it on can you, you turn, turn it, it off? on you mean well, when you turn it on, is it like two-factor authentication? In other words, once it's on, you cannot turn it off, or can you turn it off if you? You can know? turn it on or off at your at will. It just, <clears throat> um, you just have to go into your settings to Face ID and passcode. Swipe on down. It's down pretty close to the bottom of a list of options within there. And it's just a toggle on off. Now, if it's on and you want to turn it off, it's going to require Face ID. If you have um, had it turned on and you're not at home, um, I don't know what it does if you're not at home because I was at home. It may make you wait an hour. Um, oh, okay. But um, you couldn't, you know, right. you had to use your passcode to get into Face ID and passcode. So um, okay. it may make you wait an hour to try and turn it off. I don't know because yeah. I've only done it at home. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. Yeah, you're right, Brad. So from my understanding is uh, if you're home or you're at work, it's supposed to not, you don't have to wait an hour. But I've been reading a lot of um, threads out there that people who are at home, some people sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. It's like sometimes it works right away. Sometimes you have to wait an hour. Um, I'm running, I'm running the 14 beta right now. And they did address that. To so it's 14 beta, yeah, 17.4 uh, beta, you mean? Yes, sorry, yeah. Uh, where the device protection you do have a choice to automatically force it to wait an hour, no matter whether you're home or away, because sometimes mm-hmm. it didn't work. This okay. is Pete. Okay, Pete, go ahead. Uh, it must be getting late because I am not getting this at all. Why would you? Wait. What's the purpose of making you okay, wait there's now? Been a big deal in the news. Deals your... There's been a big deal in the news. People see other see you type in a passcode. Okay, right. So they steal your phone, and then they steal your phone, and now they and they know your passcode. Right. First thing they do is access your phone yep. and go in and change your uh, not only your passcode but your Apple ID, and now right. you are shut out of your entire Apple. Um, you know, world, right? So the idea is when you are not in a familiar location, which is your your home or Mm -hmm. your office, wherever, you know, and and it gets this from... The thief is is not in that location. Is what you mean, right? One would would assume that the thief is not... Is not at your home. At your home or at your work. And that's kind of a big assumption on the workplace. Somebody could... You know, but generally speaking, so if you are, it depends on what they're trying to do. They want to access your uh, saved passwords or your Mm -hmm. um, saved credit cards in Apple Wallet. Mm -hmm. They, you, it requires face ID. There isn't, you you know, a lot of times if you try face ID and it doesn't work or touch ID and it doesn't work, it'll default, fall back to your passcode, enter your passcode. Well, passcode won't work. In those situations, okay? okay? 
because you have this turned on. So no passcode, face ID only, which assumes that, you know, it's going to recognize your face or it's going to recognize your fingerprint, right? Uh-huh, right. Now, if what you want to do is change your passcode or change your Apple ID, it's going to require that you authenticate with your face ID or touch ID. And mm -hmm. then it's going to tell you, you now have to wait an hour. Now, I don't know, is that exactly, you know, mm -hmm. six, 60 minutes dead on, you know, probably. Right. Yeah. It's got a clock in there. And then you can try it again. And and then and then it will work. It will say your hour. I don't know if it gives you a, a, a message. But I have not tried that. But assuming that it, you know, it makes you wait an hour. Now, the assumption there is they can't steal your iPhone, run away, immediately try this that you're going to have another device. To me, that's a big assumption. Uh, okay. Um, that you're going to have a, another device that you can access and go into uh, Find My mm -hmm. and report that at, at Apple, um, your, your device that's lost right. or stolen. Right. Or go online to uh, your appleid.com. And access it that way and report, you know, lock your iPhone. So or it gives you a whole hour to do that. <laughs> you got a whole hour to do that. Okay. And that's the assumption. I mean, I guess it's better than what it was before. Okay. At least I understand the scenario. Thanks. And it, and this is something that only works on iPhones. My understanding is this, this is not available in an iPad. Because I do not believe iPads have location services the same as an iPhone does. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I just want to make a correction. It's it's doc four. I didn't mean to say 14. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. But still, that's a beta. So we're only worried about what's what's going on right now on 17.3. This is Shree. The only reason I'm saying that is right now, it sometimes can't tell if you're at home or at work. That's the problem. Okay. Well, I have not heard that. So um, there's also no way to tell it. If let's say you get a new job and you move your job, it's going to have to learn your pattern of activities. That's how it, the iPhone decides it knows what is your home. I mean, every day over a long period of time, you're at this location and you tend to be at it overnight, you know? Now, uh, that's how it learns what's home, where if you tend to be at work, you tend to be there at certain time periods during the day. I mean, obviously, some people work night or overnight shifts. So I would think it's going to figure out what's your what's your work, what's your home. But it's going to have to learn these things. It's not going to immediately. You change jobs. It may be a while before it figures out your new job location. All right. Brad. So shall we wrap it up? I think that's it. Yeah. Anybody else got any questions? This this is Marty again. Go ahead, Marty, real quick, so, and we'll move on. So you you said in certain instances you have to uh, use your face ID. Suppose some because I've had instances where it will not recognize the face ID. Gives me a second opportunity, and if it and it's happened where it didn't work a second time. Um, it would ask me to put in my Apple ID password. What would it do if it, it usually if it asks for your device passcode, 
not an Apple ID password. And it will oh. not do that. Okay. So so what happens if it if it can't recognize your face ID? Um you are not going to be able to access it. But that means a thief won't either. So you have to decide what's okay. what's, what's the better Thanks. choice. Yeah, eventually you'll, it'll find, figure out it'll who you are, It'll figure eventually. All this right, is Jim. Brad, okay, we're moving on, Jim. This we're is... moving on, apparently. All right, okay. All right. This is regarding Face ID, though. Okay, go okay, ahead. You can do that after we move on to other Oh, all right. Uh, let me know okay. when you're right. done moving. Okay, so thank you, Brad. That was all about stolen device protection. Okay, Jim, go. Quick question. Okay, you done moved. All right. Since... To, uh, January 10th, I believe it was. My face ID has not worked. I took, I called Apple support. They couldn't get it to work. I went to the Apple star, store to the Genius Bar. They couldn't get it to work. They replaced the camera. That wouldn't work. They replaced the phone. That didn't work. I called Apple Accessibility. And they said in some instances, there are issues with voiceover and face ID not playing well together. Oh. And they don't know how many reports of this they have because they don't get a number. They just know that the uh, situation is logged and reported up the line. Has anyone else in the group run across this? Buddy, face ID not working on your face. This is Shree. Okay, go. So, Jim, does the face ID work if voiceover is turned off and you set up the face ID? It does, and what happens is when I turn voiceover back on, it doesn't work, because I believe okay. it'll be a voiceover issue. That's what uh, they seem to think. They thought it might be corrected in 17.3 or 17.31, and uh, it doesn't seem to be working. So, All right. Anybody else but experiencing this, this? We're going to move on. Go, Brad. Have you tried resetting your phone to factory default starting all over? I mean, I realize that's yes, kind of drastic. Yes, we did that. We did that at the Apple store. Do you have, what is it called, attention? Um, uh, that's all turned off. Yeah, that's all okay. set the way it should be for voiceover. I have it turned on and I use voiceover, so. It doesn't have to be that way with voiceover, but it depends if you don't have yeah. eyes that can focus on a point. I don't. Either. Mine are prosthetic. Yeah, so. I understand that. I understand yeah. that. Okay. All right, Jim. Let us know. Go, David. Yeah. I've had kind of inconsistent results with the Face ID ever since it came out. Um, I mean, it it works well enough most of the time, but there are times when it seems like I'm looking right at the phone. I mean, I'm holding it right center in, in my face, and it's still wants me to do the passcode, um, especially like if it's been charging overnight. Um, and it's not like I, I turn it off. You know, of course, when you turn the phone off or if it reboots itself, which maybe it is rebooting itself and I don't know it. Um, and it's wanting me to a lot of times provide the uh, passcode in the morning, the first time I use it. Um, but, you Just know, it's not as good as Touch ID, in my opinion, as as, as the Touch ID was. <clears throat> All right. Uh, final comment, Terry. Go quickly. Um, I use um, Touch ID, uh, a fingerprint, 
And there are often times at night uh, or the next morning when I've, after I've charged my phone and I haven't turned it off, that because I've charged it, it still asks me for my passcode. So I don't know if that's, I think that's a regular thing. And I'm wondering if there will be a time when um, for biometrics, we'll have a, an option between if you have right now, if you have face ID, that's the only biometric choice you have. Will there come be a time when we'll have face ID and fingerprint like other phones have? Who knows? Okay, very good. Now, new question. Somebody that hasn't had a turn, please step forward and say your name. We'd love to help you. We're hearing some clicking sounds. Hi, Vanessa. Go ahead, Vanessa. So, uh, hey, can someone tell me how do I set up the Touch ID, please? All right. Somebody want to help with Touch ID? We'd like to help her how to set it up. This is, I'm sorry. What's this is Marty? How, how to set up? Again? How to set up Touch ID? Um, you you go into settings, and I believe there's a. If you go like on the second screen, second or third screen, it says I think Touch ID and and passcode or something. And then when I think when you do the Touch ID. Um, I think you select what finger and then it will ask you about six or seven times to put your uh, finger on um, mm -hmm. whatever finger you're using on the home button. And I think you'll get vibrations like haptic. And I think, mm -hmm. I don't know if you turn your finger different positions, but when it's done, it will say done. You know, oh. it's a, yeah, your fingerprints accepted. Right. And it depends on what phone you have, Vanessa. I'm assuming you have a home right. button because otherwise you don't get a phone. No, you know, it's... no, right. Right. Okay. okay. So you do have okay. a home button or not? No, no, I don't know. Okay. Well, then mm -hmm. this is oh, well. uh, moot. Then you don't, you don't get this. <laughs> okay. It's All right. face ID. <laughs> yeah. Face ID all the way. Okay. Next. Great question, Vanessa. New Thank question. You. Thank you. Who'd like to go? So we didn't have a turn. This is Marty. Okay, go. Uh, Brad, I, you might be the only one can, can answer this question. The, the Beat Studio Pro, I, I got a pair based on your recommendation, and I like them. Um, is there a way to, for example, I went into headphone accommodations like you do for the AirPods. And it said that um, headphone accommodations does not support this um, headphone. So I know that you can use the uh, power button to change noise cancellation. and uh, But I'm wondering if there's a way to change your e uh, equalizer settings, such as treble and bass, that kind of thing. Okay, Brad, any thought or anybody who's got these? All right. We there, it would help to unmute the microphone. Oh, yeah. There we go. go. Um, I believe you can go into your settings for music and adjust EQ settings in there, but that's only going to affect music. I assume you're connecting them to your iPhone. 
Um, yes, and I actually tried, this is Marty, I actually tried the uh, USB-C um, connection. USB, yeah, it yes, says, the wire. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, and it said there's additional features like I think you can, I think the regular is signature. You can go into music or conversation, which I'm not sure how you tell when you're in one of those because the tones, mm. you know, the, the, the tones right. don't really tell you anything. But those are in the EQ section of the music app settings, correct? Um, you no, that's when you use the power. I just use the power button, like press the power button twice to change those modes. That's, that switches from noise canceling. Uh, or they call it ANC to when, transparency. Right, no, when, Brad, Brad finish. Go ahead, Brad. Guess how you change when, the mode. When when you, you have... plug the when you plug the cord in, noise cancellation and transparency um, are muted. Those functions don't work when you plug in the when USB. you plug in the USB C. Yes. Okay, I have never used it with USB-C. I have used it with the oh, 3.5 okay. millimeter wire, and they still work with that. So oh, I have okay. never tried it with USB-C. I would think they would work. That's interesting. No, I need to it, try that. It, it, it right. doesn't. It, it actually says that in the documentation. Well, and I know okay. there's a number of things. Even though it has the H2 chip, which is like in the AirPods Pro 2, there's a number of features like automatic head detection, Um and other things, I have yet to been able to get it to work. I tried it in a Zoom room. Like you had asked me, um, are you able to mute and unmute? Like I can on Zoom with AirPods Pro uh, 2, but um, it didn't work. But then I pulled them off and put my AirPods Pro 2 on, and I was not able to get it to mute in that room. So there must have been something going on in that room. Yeah. Now, now head right. detection right. is turned on in mine. I don't. I didn't even turn that on or off. I, I Okay, I have not seen how okay, guys, 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 we're going to take this. You guys need to take this offline. Yeah, this okay. Way too no narrow, problem. Okay. Narrow scope. Okay. All right. Next, new question. Who else? Who would like to go? Anybody didn't have a chance? Got lots of people on the call. Who has a new question? Gary. Go, Gary. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious about two factor authentication. Um, I thought there was a way to have uh, have it automatically be entered. It seems like I still have to put them in manually. So is there a setting or something I need to change? Okay. Who would like to talk about TFA to your friends? Okay. Anybody? Can you make it work automatically? This is David. Oh, David. Um, I, I found that it works pretty much automatically. On, I don't know about every app or every website will support it, but when you when it asks for that code box and you double tap in there for the text box, if you look down on your keyboard, like on the top row, it'll say from messages. And if you double tap from messages, it enters the code that was sent to you in your messages, assuming you did that kind of two-factor. Um, yeah, that's I, normally I, that's not, done. Yeah, I um, will keep looking for that. Uh, I didn't it's it's near the keyboard. It's kind of near the. You have to kind of go down to where the where you normally type it in. Yeah, and it's kind of on top there. It'll say from messages. Yeah, it doesn't okay. just come in automatically, which you know you, you do have to do a okay I, I an think action to get it on there. Maybe I, don't know, I guess 
I wasn't looking at the right place. Go ahead, Gary. What? Maybe I was looking in the right place, but uh, I will look there. Thanks. Okay, go I'm doing this by memory because I, I do them a lot, but I, I that seems no, like no, that's that, where it that is. That sounds right, David. Okay, go, Liz. For the last couple of weeks, it's not been working really well because I will tap that on the top of the um, keyboard to have it insert, and it'll skip the first spot, the first number. So it, it's telling me that it was wrong. It hasn't been working right for the last two weeks. Okay, all right. Okay, Gary, beware of that. I will. Thanks. Okay, but yeah, that's very cool when it works. Yes. Okay, very good. Who else? New question. New issue. All right. I'm just David. Go, David. I think we might discuss that there might be certain like banks or financial institutions that may not let you use that feature because they want to make sure you're, you're, you know, they're a little leery of maybe activating that feature, you know, letting it. So that could be what's in play there also. Yes, we have. Very good. Larry, good word, David. Okay. Uh, I have a question. I'm in Facebook recently, like today I was on there for some reason. I don't even know why. Am I hallucinating or is there some kind of tweeting sound going on when I'm swiping through the posts? Or am I really going crazy? <laughs> This Anything? is Deb. Go to Deb. Please. It's, uh, you, you mean like when you swipe from post to post and yeah. it, it, there's a sound? Yeah. Like a little ching. Yeah, yeah I've heard that too. Or something. Okay. Yeah. Not, I've heard okay. that too. I don't know. That oh. must be kind of new. I don't know. Oh, but I've heard oh. it. Good. Marvin right. from Chicago. Yes, Marvin. It started yesterday. Uh huh. Okay. Some, some that Facebook did, but. Yeah, it definitely started yesterday. All right, Martin, Marvin, and Deb, thank you so much. What kind of sound is it, Sonia? It's a weird bleep. It sounds like a bird (laughs) to me, but who's next? New question, new problem. We'd like to go. What? Anybody didn't have a turn. This is Shree. Hold on, Shree, you've had lots of turns. Let's get a new person. Anybody else? We'll come back to you, Shree. Don't worry. Who else? Dana. Jody? Go, Jody and then Dana. Yeah, I I have notifications turned on for messages, but I find that in some apps, it doesn't work. So I might be in a Zoom call or on Bard, and a text message comes in, and I don't hear the notification. Is that something everybody else is experiencing, or uh, is there something I can change? Right. Anybody help for Jody? Not getting all her notifications. Only text messages or other notifications, Jody? Uh, just mostly text messages. Mostly text messages. Any help for her? Who can help? Well. Okay, I'm just weird. One thought I have is you didn't create any kind of focuses or anything during for her bar. Okay. This is Terry. Go, Terry. I have that problem too. Okay, good. Okay. All right, Jody, you're not crazy either. Okay, we're all okay. doing really well. Okay, go, Dana. We're doing so well. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Well, I recently bought a an Apple SE watch with self service, okay. and I was wondering 
how if if the Apple SE watch um, if you can do the rotor action on the watch because it will not work for me on the Apple SE. All right. Anybody with an Apple SE or other watches? Is there a reason why a rotor wouldn't work there? Any thoughts? Apple users? Apple watch users? And it's oh, Apple. Cindy? Oh, Cindy. Yes? Mine's is working and I got an Epi. A, a watch, right? Yep. All right, Dana. There's hope. You just got to practice. Okay. Okay, that's good news. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. I'll say thank you, Cindy. Okay, all right. Who's next? Linda. Oh, Linda. Um, some apps, very few apps, but they want you to change your Wi-Fi to a 2.4 or something like that. How do I do that? Okay, how do we change our Wi-Fi for certain apps? Anybody? How to change your Wi-Fi. This is Jake. Go, Jake. Jake. Go for it. Yeah, um, to be honest with you, with today's routers, you shouldn't have to do that. It should automatically change itself. All right. Dad, Dad, Linda, tell your router it should be able to change itself. (laughs) It it should be, because you should have 2.5 and then 2.4, but you should have automatic, um, it's called uh, automatic names, um, DNS switching or something like that, where it switches between 2.5 and 2.4, but... If you have to change it, you should have two SSID. So that's what it's called. It's called automatic SSID switching. And so your your main one is 2.5 probably. And then what it should do is it automatically switch to 2.4 when it needs it. So it could be a router in your settings, uh, it, you know, a setting in your router. What, um, what kind of router do you have? I have no idea. <laughs> oh. All right. But the manual way, what you can do is you can, like, usually your name, it'll have, you know, your network name. And then what you do, you go into um, settings and then Wi-Fi, and you'll see your name, but it'll have, like, 2.4 gigahertz. And if you switch to that one, then it, then you can do it that way as well. It's a manual switch. Cool. Okay, great. Thank you. Very Terry. You're welcome. All right, go, Jerry. Just to clarify, I believe it's uh, I believe it's two point four, and five point oh is the newer. Yep, Wi-Fi. five gigahertz and two point four gigahertz. Okay. Right. This right, is great. D. Go D. Okay, this brought up a question. Okay. Okay. Do I just go to Wi-Fi in the settings on the iPhone, and I can switch it there if necessary? All right. Yes, that's correct. If you need to, you shouldn't honestly have to with the latest routers today uh-huh. on the market. Um, I have a router that's actually like three years old, and that even has it. So it would actually be easier if you could, if like you could have someone like turn that feature on. That way, here you wouldn't have to keep switching it because it is easier to have it on five gigs 
because it is the latest standard. It has less interference and it is the fastest. Um, it's the fastest speed that you can get. All right. Okay. Great. Thank you, Jake. Good luck, Linda. All right. Okay. Who's next? Somebody had another turn. Who'd like to go? Amanda. Amanda, where have you been? Hi. <laughs> oh, um, I was wondering if anyone knows of any easy to use translating apps. Um, I need help with Chinese and Japanese, and I was wondering if there are any apps that are easy. All right, everybody. Translating apps. Okay. This Chris. Go, Chris. Where'd you come from? <laughs> Borky. Okay. I was on a, a, a call earlier this week and they talked about a translation app. And this was when they were listening to somebody uh, having a dialogue. I think it was in Spanish. And the app just translated it and, it and it created a transcript in English about that dialogue. But I couldn't get the name of it. I, I couldn't tell if they were saying Ito or Ico or maybe somebody else in the call knows. I think it was an AR related app. Okay. Thank you. This is Shri. Go Shri. Did you try uh, the native Apple translator app? I I looked at that today for the first time because I've never really had the need to use it. And it didn't look that easy. Is it easy? Because it seemed a little complicated. Uh, this is Shri. Yeah. I tried it with the Spanish and it worked okay. It was accessible. Okay. I'll try yeah, it again. I agree with you, Amanda. I, I tried that many times and I can never figure out where I need to put, you know, the thing yes. that needs to be translated. Yes, definitely. Yes. I, and then it's not, I've tried it a couple of times. It's like, this is really not working. This for is Shri. Go, Shri. I know that if you're having a communication going back and forth, you have to have the phone in the landscape mode between okay. the two different languages. Okay, so so Amanda, what are you trying? You have something that needs to be translated. Or are you going to be speaking with somebody? Speaking with someone. Okay, then that's probably what you want to do. The the uh, the translating app might work. And I know okay. there's there's something called Duolingo, but I don't know what that does. I don't know if that teaches you a language or I don't know. I've heard that. This is Jake. Go, Jake. You could use Google Translate. I know Apple has one, but Google has more languages. You can use that. Okay, there you go, Amanda. Let's go. Great. Jody? Okay, Jody. Yeah, actually, if you're doing it in text messages, you can actually translate messages in the in the, uh, in the messages app. So you, you go to the message, and then you go to the more button, and one of the options is translate. All right, sorry, we're getting some background noise. Okay, thank you, Jody. All right, who else? Next, new question. <coughs> Everybody got muted. Okay, who else? New problems. Sharon? Hey, there you are. Go ahead. Um. So, uh, this happened this weekend. With my, I have an iPhone 12 mini and it it wouldn't charge past 41%. I I am, you know, I took it out of the charge. I mean, I disconnected the charger. I put it back in. And finally, I think I, 
I closed everything on the phone. And I think I eventually turned off, like, you know, I went through and closed all the apps and closed everything. And I think I, I had to do like two or, you know, I did it like a couple of times and eventually it did start charging past 41%, but it was like for almost an hour, it just wouldn't, if that was it, 41% and it didn't do anything. This, uh, it was very, it made me very nervous. Does anybody know any ideas or has anything like that been happening to other people? If you go to settings and then swipe down till you get to battery and check the battery health to see if there's any issues, it will show there. It said it did. I said it it charged, you know, the charging would go up to nine, like 90, it was 90% of capability, you know, like it goes down from 100. It like, so uh, I got a new battery over the summer, but it didn't look Pete. like anything. Sorry, Pete, go ahead. All right, hang on, hang on. No. Jody, and then Jody was first. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. I was going to say it could be your charging cable. You might need a new charging cable because they do they do kind of quit after a while. If you touch the if you touch the battery life in the in the uh, status bar, does it say forty one percent charging or does it say just forty one percent? Because it could be you're not actually charging it, and you might need a new cable. No, well, voiceover voiceover kept telling me forty one percent charging, but nothing ever happened. It said it would say it, oh. but it didn't go anywhere. All right, let's hear what Pete has to say. Go, Pete. Uh, that's exactly it. I was going to say, check your cable by, if it says charging, then you're getting power, and I, then I have no answer. I have no idea. All right. This is, okay. this is Marty. Go, Marty. In in your um, battery setting, I think it's in battery health, um, there is an optimization, and it used to be on or off, but I think there's a third setting where only charges to a specific percentage try turning that optimization off and when you do that you'll get another prompt that will ask you do you just want to turn it off until tomorrow or do you want to turn it off like always uh, i would put it to turn it off always and then see if you're charging level because i think with optimization it sort of learns your charging habits and will only charge to a certain percentage. And then it will can resume charging shortly before it thinks you're going to use it. This is Sonia. So, Marty, before it used to be 80%. Are you saying now you can specify what that percentage is? No, it's not that you specify. I, I, I thought it's I thought it stops now at 80% or yeah, something. Yeah, but she's at 41 so Yeah. yeah. So right. I, good, good I would thought. turn it off and see what happens. Okay, turn it off. All right. This is Greg. Greg. Go, Greg. Yeah, I had the same problem. I think it's the cable. Just try a different cable. All right. Oh, nice thanks. people sharing. Go fix cable. Nice cheap option. Okay. Next, who else? Do we have time for one more question or two? Who'd like to go? Who is ready to go? All right. This is David. Go, David. Um, 
Well, this is a, about an accessibility feature on a phone. Um, I was watching the Super Bowl yesterday, and they had a commercial on from that other manufacturer we don't talk about. Um, <laughs> but they were they were showing a feature that we've, we've had on our iPhone for several years now, where you can, um, you know, it tells you who's in the frame, how people, if it's centered. And it was like a it was like a one minute long commercial about this. It was about a fic, uh, I guess kind of a fictional guy or maybe a real guy. He how he's documenting his life, you know, meeting his girlfriend, getting married, so on and so on, and taking selfies with her and stuff. And and it's all kind of shown. <clears throat> well, some side people were in the room with me that it showed kind of what he his vision looked like, and then it showed like what of course the the photo looked perfect, you know, because she had help from the the phone. And uh, and the guy who directed the commercial is blind also, um, or, or severely visually impaired. I think he has some limited vision. The guy that actually directed the uh, the ad. So uh, it's kind of a neat story. You know, Apple didn't get in, in on it, but it's the other uh, big company yeah, that we I've, all know. I've heard Starting about this. We ought to try Starting to. Yeah, I want to go look Google. at that. Ad. We got to go look at that ad. I mean, we use some Google stuff, so okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's uh, basically the same thing we have on the iPhone, where you know you point your camera yeah. in it, and it gives you a lot of um, directional. You know, tilt your camera up, move it to the right, move it to the left. Yeah, all that okay. kind of thing. And it was showing all that, you know. Well, well, on a similar vein, I never go to Instagram, and then the other day. I, because we've gotten a couple of questions, somebody was asking about Instagram, and I happened to look at the iBug guys, you know, I don't know, went to his account, you know, I guess we're following each other or whatever, but, um, and then it was really cool, it, it, I, he had posted his uh, uh, ski stuff, uh, the ski for light stuff, and it said, like, two people, whatever, you know, then swipe you know, you swipe to the right or left, and then you get, it was describing the pictures that were posted, you know, I don't know how, they weren't that detailed, but it's kind of cool, so it's uh, definitely improved, so, I don't know, we've just, uh, like I said, have gotten people asking, how do you use Instagram, so. Can't yeah. wait till AI gets integrated into the Apple stuff. Uh-huh, all right, okay, well. All right, with that, we would like to sort of wrap it up. Brad, thank you so much for helping facilitate. Thank you, Brad. Okay. Brad, wake up. Okay, well, he'll come back eventually. All right, just a quick cover number. We have our after buzz. Just hold on till we stop the recording. Uh, reminder about the things that are coming up today. We have the mini buzz tomorrow from 5 to 6. Thursday is the Trekkie Talk from seven from eight to nine thirty. The movie on Friday at eight is Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. We are off this weekend and we will enjoy it. And then we'll start it all over next week. Okay. So uh, any other things? I don't think I've forgotten anything. So we're going to go ahead and stop the recording and start the after bus. So thank you all for all the great questions and uh, helping answer questions. That's the whole point of this. So thank you. And 